1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: Yeah, buddy. It's hour five for the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a great day. Thanks for making us part of it. Got a lot going on here in the world of sports tonight, including a TD Tuesday celebration of the weekend that was. Here are your TD hosts, Woolchuck and Chiafalo.
3: Thank you very much. We had some uh, glorious divisional round TDs, and let's celebrate them because it's time for TD Tuesday.
0: Boom shakalak. Boom shakalak.
3: Boom, shaka lock, TD, Tuesday, Shaka Lock.
4: And the divisional round TDs begin in Baltimore, where a Texan couldn't get past the grimy, savage defense that Baltimore offers up. But that special teams was Swiss cheese. Take it away, Steven Sims. Sims tracking forward
5: and he makes the catch at the 34. Starts right, cuts up the middle, 40, 45, 50, Sims still going, breaks a tackle, angles to his left, 40, 30, 20, 10,
6: he's going to score, rock and roll, touchdown, Steven Sims to the house.
4: Man. Rock and roll, boys. Steven Sims, 67-yarder. It is. Uh, I'm
3: thinking, we got a game.
4: I mean, dude, when, when you get a special teams touchdown, I wonder what the, I wonder what the statistics show about when you get a special teams touchdown how often you end up winning that football game but not when you're going up against a grimy savage defense like baltimore's true i mean poor houston they couldn't I mean cj Stroud had a couple of throws there was a third and 13 that he hit that made me like a little bit queasy there early on in the game where i'm like wow maybe this pick of of baltimore as a survivor less than ideal uh (laughs) but that defense was i mean it felt like houston couldn't breathe Offensively,
3: Not at all. Yeah. I mean, they, they suffocated them. They they literally suffocated them in that football game. It was terrible. We go to Detroit where uh, the Lions, my gosh, we talked earlier about what has happened in the world since the Lions have won two playoff games in the same year. It was 1957. Well, Jameer Gibbs running to victory.
5: Goff will move in behind center. Offset eye behind him. Up back, Cabinda. Deep back, Gibbs. Goff turns, Gibbs to Gibbs over the left side. There he goes inside the 30. Inside the 25. Gibbs, speed, 10.
0: Five, end zone touchdown yes, Lions turning on the Jets Jameer Gibbs running away from the defenders and the Lions are back on top
3: mm-hmm. Lions radio network with the call what a run by Jameer Gibbs that thing was beautiful
4: it was it was I mean that dude is uh he, he's the real deal this the speed the quickness I think the vision is pretty impressive and that offensive line when you put it all together that is uh that's a tough thing to stop I really think moving forward here for uh for the upcoming game versus the Niners like at full strength, I think Detroit could really push around San Francisco's front, running the football and and all those sorts of things. But if this if this offensive line for Detroit, they're going to be out one of their guards. No, Jonah Jackson, their center, who's almost as tough as Adrian Beltre, uh, is probably going to play Frank Rag now. But if probably he's not play. himself, I mean, that's literally the difference in the ball game.
3: Fractured think. throat or a ruptured testicle?
4: Well, what what do you? I I guess I think he,
3: I'm still probably leaning the testicle, testicles worse.
4: The testicle's worse, yeah, yes. Like, sure. I'd, I'd rather just... I guess I'd rather have I'll deal the, with the ruptured the, throat. The I throat think all fracture. three of his
2: legendary overcomings, I mean, the thumb and the 92 games hitting over 300, including 350 in September. The testicles, I can't imagine that. Oh, They're man. swelling up to the size of a grapefruit, and you're still legging out the game-winning run in the 14th inning. It happened two hours ago. You're in the game. <sighs> and the back, as a gentleman who, who was crippled with a back injury over the summer for 48 hours, I can't imagine being able to do anything, you know, and I I was, I was full on assaulting that thing with multiple chiropractors and all sorts of therapies and treatments. I couldn't get right for two weeks. Uh, He's just a freak. You know, I think Zach Martin has some of that. Kobe Bryant might be the closest thing I've ever seen to it though, in real life. Yeah. Just
4: a, just a different level of toughness that, that 99.9% of human beings could
2: never even fathom. Yeah. Never even fathom. It takes away your strength. I mean, even if you say, okay, I'm just going to ignore the pain because I'm tough. You still have to perform while your muscles are saying, hey, I can't do this, I'm hurt. you got to tell them to shut up, you know? Yeah, and that's that's a, that's a, just a gear that I think 99% of us don't have.
4: Well, let's shift gears and get up to Buffalo, where Kansas City came to play. Good luck, says Dion Dawkins. Okay, I don't need your luck. I just need Travis Kelsey for the end zone.
2: Mahomes looks that way. He's going to go wide open, left side caught. Kelsey, corner out, touchdown. Hasn't been that open since training camp in St. Joseph. And he slings the ball up into the stands, much to the chagrin of the Bills Mafia.
3: I believe they passed Brady and Gronk.
4: They did, for the right. most playoff touchdown connections. Pretty amazing. Yeah, those guys uh, Those guys have taken part and shared incredible, historic, big-time TDs. Over the course of their career together. And Travis Kelsey in the playoffs, you can see the difference. You can see like he's gotten to the point in his career where like regular season, okay. Playoff time, all right. Almost I'm like out. the
3: Spurs during their run. Yeah. Like we're just gonna get into the playoffs. Not but once we get there, there's another level we're going
2: to. He's in a weird spot where he's been in the game for so long. He's old, and also regular season games don't fire him up. Yes. But it's good because he rests and then explodes in the postseason. It's where LeBron is you know yeah yeah the things a lot of the greats stay there like it can still be excellent in the postseason
4: yeah yeah being tackled in the regular season you're old now it kind of hurts but once you get to the playoffs you're like okay I'm ready to run through some faces I'm ready to go get that yak as a uh, as a big play dude and he has to I mean for the Chiefs to have any chance versus the Ravens that that he's going to have to be his monster self and really is the same way versus the bills. Like, thank God Travis Kelsey showed up and was the Travis Kelsey of old, because that's what Kansas city needs. Mahomes obviously playing at the height of his powers, but after Rasheed rice, it's like, what do you got? You better have Kelsey being a monster. Better pick
3: it up. Uh, we go to Baltimore again. This one's the Ravens. We got a pair of back-to-back Lamar Jackson TD runs. Here's the first one. 15 yards to the house as Lamar went for 100 yet again on the ground in the playoff game.
1: Lamar with
2: the snap. Quarterback draw up the middle. He's in the 10. Five. Touchdown, Ravens. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens regain the lead.
4: That's right, that's right, and then uh, they went ahead and Lamar said there's a touchdown run in quarter number three. Let's go ahead and put the icing on the cake. Eight yards to pay dirt in quarter number four.
2: And they would host an AFC Championship game since the first AFC Championship game after the 1970 season with the Baltimore Colts. Lamar, Holding himself, runs to the left, he's to the five, Lamar's in, touchdown Ravens, they're gonna have a championship game in Baltimore
0: because the haze of the barn. Lamar just ran through the tunnel, went to the locker room. He went Bo Jackson, he's still up the tunnel.
2: <laughs> Lamar Jackson will win his first playoff game in
6: Baltimore, and he will get to play in his first AFC championship game. And,
7: and-
2: Looking at their results of the year and, and how many points they scored I, I just know that Kansas City needs a great defensive game to win against Baltimore. That's what I'm hoping to see, but i just I don't imagine that it happening because it hasn't happened like since the first week of October. I think Lamar Jackson was hurt and they played uh Pittsburgh other than that like good team, bad team doesn't matter. they're getting thirty yeah they've been they've been a buzzsaw,
3: man they really have
2: yeah they're as well
4: rounded a team as as uh, as I can really remember. I mean you have the number one defense in all of football and then you have that offense that uh at any at any moment can just really explode on you. I mean, you give up 10 10 points in the first half and then it looks like a completely different version of the Ravens offense in half number 2 in Lamar Jackson versus the blitz and he's kind of one of these guys that you have to just you just have to blitz. You just have to send all sorts of craziness at him and hope that you can create big plays out of it because he's going to create big plays no matter what. And, I mean, you play a little play a little man defense. Let him catch you in some man defense, and then he and then he skirts up the field for 30 yards. It's amazing. You're like, my gosh, dude, I don't, I don't know how you defend that. He's a cheat code.
3: He really is. It's like Madden uh, in a real-life NFL game with him. Let's go to San Francisco where CMC led San Francisco on a TD to get to the NFC title game.
5: Coming in motion, Warner, next to Kittle, tight right. Juszczyk goes right. Purdy takes it, hands off to McCaffrey off the left side, breaks a tackle,
4: touchdown, San Francisco. Christian McCaffrey off to the right side, north and south, gets a big block from Brendel, and then just shakes off the leg tackle from Jonathan Owens the safety. Just bounced off the left thigh pad. That was, the, that was the game winner right there from old Christian McCaffrey taking the Niners back to the championship game once again. But early in the game, Brock Purdy, probably the, the best play of his night, Purdy found himself some George Kittle.
0: 49ers 2-3 on third down the night. They've not scored. We have 8.5 to play in the first half down 3 nothing. Shotgun snap. Purdy got a roll away from a blitz. Going to throw for the end zone. George Kittle's got it. Touchdown! San Francisco.
4: When in doubt, throw it to George Kittle over the middle of the field. And Brock Purdy does a great job. Flushed out of the pocket. Gets out to his right. Kittle from the other side of the formation. Matched up on Darnell Savage, who's in a trail position behind George. And a perfect throw from Brock Purdy. And George Kittle celebrate in the paint.
3: Man, celebrate in the paint there. Purdy to Kittle. It's a good combo. We'll see if they can get it going against the Lions. Brian Branch, man, I'm excited for that matchup. Hopefully they yeah. have Brian Branch go up against George Kittle they there. Will. They Woo. will.
0: That's absolutely what they'll do. That
3: could be good. That Especially could be a lot of fun. if Debo
0: Samuel doesn't play. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And they're. Uh, I think I saw sit they eight 8-9 without Debo all time. Uh, and with him, I mean, their winning percentage is, I think they're something like 25 games over 500. It's crazy. So yeah. it, it is a factor with Debo not playing. We go to Green Bay. Final TD of the divisional round here on TD Tuesday. Jordan Love finding Bo Melton for the Tuddy.
2: Here we go. First and 10 now. Fresh life on this drive. Slot right. Two, two tight ends left side of the line. Love looks it over. Showtime to
0: his right. Here's the snap. Big handoff. Love waiting. Pumping. Now Love's right got side. Him. He's open. got him.
1: in the end zone. It's a touchdown. Bo Melton. Big time, Bo, in the corner of the end zone.
3: Big time, Bo. Good for you, Bo Melton. Get yourself a divisional playoff TD. Jordan Love, man, played well. Just wasn't wasn't enough. They need they needed a couple more of those in the red zone. Need to finish some drives without getting settling for field goals. It'll cost you in the playoffs. Man, what
4: a great fun weekend of football, though. That was epic. All great games, really.
0: Speaking of finishing, Jamie Benn on the power play stars up one nothing in Detroit. Let's go.
2: Yeah, shoot, yeah, strike first, play some dang defense. About time we get a dub around here. Okay, uh, thank you guys. CD Tuesday, most Tuesdays at 6 o'clock during your football season. Just a couple more remaining until we'll send it off into the spring. And spring training's right around the corner. We're going to be out there in surprise the last week of February and into March. Of course, we'll be talking about your World Series champions. And NFL free agency is huge uh, that week as well with some of the storylines we'll be developing. So we'd appreciate it if you'd tune in. As uh, I, I think this is the greatest winter into spring in the history of 105 through the fan. And we're excited to see what the Cowboys are going to do and, and, and what the Rangers have in store for us. Now, when we return, Chief, it is time for a sports hodgepodge. What do you have in mind for the evening?
4: The Wooly Bully has some running backs we need to know and some G-Bag Nation. You make the call next here in the nation. Call from mom. Answer it
1: the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at blinds.com Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: Welcome back, G Bag Nation. Hope you're having a terrific day. Segments brought to you by the Frankles. Yeah, life is unpredictable and accidents happen, especially in weather like this. franklin and Frankl are the go to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If your loved one's been in an accident, Contact the Frankels, 214 or 817-333-3333. Jump online at truckrec.com. Here's Eric Follow with your sports hodgepodge. All right, the Wooly Bully is going to fix our running back situation
4: here locally with the front runners, and he's going to do it in a way that doesn't cost us a bunch of money, doesn't tie us to an old broken-down free agent uh, with a lot of mileage, and we're not going to spend premium first and second-round picks on this thing either. So this has me fired up, and uh, I I look forward to uh, what Waldshuck's bringing to the table. At least a couple of names, a couple of names, a little bit of analysis. The Wooly Bully and Brian Broaddus manning the draft show, DallasCowboys.com. And uh, it is pure gold this time of year. That's exactly what we need for a team that uh, all they want to do to acquire talent is through that draft, let's get you a running back that's not going to be expensive or old. That is the dream. But first, we have to make fun of Emmanuel Acho. Uh Uh-oh. He <laughs> tweeted out on December 25th, 2023. That would be Christmas day of this past year. That was a Monday. That was San Francisco getting crushed by the Ravens of Baltimore. Manuel Ocho tweets out after the game. It's time to have an uncomfortable conversation about Brock Purdy. Ooh, dot, ooh, dot, dot. Ooh, ooh! He's setting the groundwork Is for... He
2: Florio? Is he going to call him Turdy? <laughs>
4: Uh, it's, it's not, it's not, uh, it's, there's no name calling here, okay, good. but the lack of self-awareness from Emmanuel Acho is sky high, Hall of Fame worthy, lacking self-awareness here. So he tweeted that out on Christmas day. He wants to start poking holes in the Brock Purdy MVP narrative, if you will. Well, uh, just the other night after the Niners won and, and they won on a sort of a game winning drive there, Emmanuel Acho tweets out, they said Brock Purdy. Only play with a lead. He said Brock Purdy can't win without Debo. Uh oh. 12 yeah. plays, 69 yards, five minutes, game winning drive, NFC championship game, two years in a row. All caps. Now he's sort of screaming at us. Stop moving the goalposts.
2: <laughs> wow, dude, that's awesome.
4: <laughs> that's less than a full month later. Yeah. That is that is just beautiful there. From Mr. Emmanuel Ocho. Thank you, sir. Once again,
2: where do you guys stand? your relative ass relative to Brock Purdy? Yeah, he's just trying to hot take. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, he is. You know, some might accuse him of flip flopping. Um, I think he's trying to come up with a with a good show though. Good right. show. I, I, he yeah. just,
4: I don't know. He just, he might not <laughs> take inventory of anything he says. Yes. So nothing I said on yesterday's show or tweeted about yesterday has anything to do with today.
2: Yeah, it was yesterday. Move on, bros. It's an update league. <laughs> Pretty amazing, it's an there. Update league. Thank you. I, I, I think I think Purdy could continue to beat, but he's basically Mac Jones to me. Really? You know, he's like
0: Mac
3: Jones or I Brian feel like, Hoyer.
0: I feel like he's the one that has the most pressure on him in the playoffs. I said that.
2: You
3: did say that. Yeah. Yeah, but and I, is good? I, I, I really with do. you. Is I he really actually do? good, Brian?
2: Uh,
0: you know what? I feel like I feel like there's certain things he's really good at, and I I think the accuracy part of things. I do feel like, though, that he has some serious limitations, though, yeah, yeah, I mean, i I think there are some serious limitations, and the Ravens expose those limitations to him. you know, and I know the Ravens are a really good defense, but the Cleveland Browns also expose limitations, you know still
2: Dude. illegal in twenty states, I heard yeah. exposing limitations,
0: yeah. But I. Sorry, it's late. No, I know it's let okay. It, let it out. <laughs> but I, I feel like I feel no. I sounded feel, dirty. I like I like Brock Purdy, but I think there's probably five or six other quarterbacks I'd rather have than Brock Purdy. Yeah, I'm with you. Like I, I think he
3: could possibly be in the top ten discussion, but yeah. I don't know that he'll ever be a, an elite guy. You know, I think that those limitations will always hold him back, and he certainly yeah. executes that offense very, very well. He's an upgrade over at Jimmy Garoppolo, that's for sure.
4: Uh, today was the day of Adrian's in the sports world. Good news yep. for our Beltre, the Hall of Famer. Bad news for Adrian Griffin, who's out as the Milwaukee Bucks head coach as you know they what? sit number two in the oh. Eastern Can Conference. Can I admit
0: something? I, I do five hours of radio a day for sports. We talk about this. It's the first time I've seen that guy's picture. Oh. I, I, I don't watch many of the Bucks games. I'm sorry. I just don't. I did not even know what he looked like. If, if he would have walked up to me and said, who's that guy? I couldn't have told you if he was the Bucks coach.
4: Okay, are we all willing to be honest here? Because I am. I agree with everything you just said there brought us. I didn't know what he looks like either. I had no idea. We should I have co- played I who covered he coached the league when he,
3: played. He, he played for the Mavs. Yeah, I know he was a Maverick. Or yeah. Mav, great. I, I could yeah. seriously, I like... like
0: they showed him. They and, and there's I,
4: Dirk, and then there's Adrian Griffin.
0: Well, I think we could play I've,
3: that game of like who yeah. is the head coach of X team, I've, and you wouldn't be able to name them all. We did
4: that last season. I think this was when I, uh, Walchuk, you were having to do a lot of baseballing yeah. at the time. But with the, the three of us and th- these guys crushed it. I was actually yeah, really, really blown away. I'm like rattling off names, and they, they and uh, I, they 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 nailed it.
0: I, I seriously, I watched like the Mavs, the Stars, you know, and I'm kind of like unless they play, I. I didn't know that's who that was when they showed him on the on the we're watching the NF, uh excuse me the NBA network and they show his picture up there and I'm going oh that's who that is I, I had no clue I'm sorry
2: well how about this Doc Rivers is Thanks now for your honesty Brian
0: I know what Doc Rivers looks like and you know what oh, he sounds lovely. like yeah <sighs> like he shouldn't be doing broadcasting
4: well he uh, <laughs> he's now the clubhouse Neither am
0: I. <laughs> he leader had a great taker earlier.
4: Leader in the clubhouse to replace Adrian Griffin as the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. And I saw this uh, in The Athletic. League sources say Doc Rivers, who signed on as an ESPN analyst after getting fired by Philadelphia in May, began to serve as an informal consultant to Griffin at the behest of the Bucks. One month later... Multiple sources briefed on the matter now indicate that Rivers is the serious leader for the now vacant position oh, and the preferred oh, choice of a, key stakeholders. What a nightmare! So it's so, like, hey, help our guy out here. Give him a, you know, give give him a little bit of a hand. Be will sure, help.
2: Yeah, give him some advice here, and then all of a sudden, boom, he's going to replace him. Now. That's messy. Uh, I I don't think the Bucks have a, a great management. Their their front office, and for a long time pre Giannis. They were a bad decision-making organization. I, I think that probably continues. But Giannis is just up there doing a LeBron. Mm. Yeah, I got t- guys,
0: they're scared of him. You're scared of the superstar guy. Yeah,
2: of course. You
3: don't. Everybody's
0: scared of the superstar guy. Yeah. In the front office. You don't want to. You don't want to say anything to to make him mad or you know hate you and all that stuff. So it's it's tough, man. You gotta you gotta walk that road, and it's not an easy one to walk.
4: Well Chuck's about to fix our running back situation here with the front runners, but I do need to let you know that Bluebell ice cream has released its newest flavor. Oh, what is it? It's the cinnamon Scotch. twist.
3: Oh. Cinnamon twist. Oh, it's the Scotch flavor.
4: Starting Monday you'll Scotch. be able to cinnamon twist yeah rich creamy ice cream with hints of brown sugar and cinnamon combined with tasty cinnamon bun dough pieces oh okay. okay. my goodness and okay. a cinnamon what? icing swirl i don't need to be told this do not do not describe this anymore they've raised the steaks boys dawson that sounds i'm not so good.
0: okay at dinner last night i i went on youtube and i was watching while i was eating uh recipes on how to make cinnamon rolls no would, yeah. if i made a pan of them would you try them yes would
3: you eat the pan Yes. I'm, not, I'm not eating any sweets until that's Easter. What that's what I'm saying. <laughs> make I, them for Easter.
0: I didn't want to make a pan of cinnamon rolls and then you not eat them. Because I know that's yeah, like your favorite That's my
2: thing. thing.
4: Just yeah. know they're going to get eaten. He's the cinnamon roll this guy. Lady, I'm just
2: hoping this ice cream is good and it sticks around for a couple, two, three months so I can get to it in uh, April.
0: This Damn. lady that was making these cinnamon rolls, my gosh. She had a hell of a recipe. It might have been my mom. She's oh, been doing She's just, been doing cinnamon rolls for 40 years. This was years. a lady from, I, this is a Midwestern lady who, my mom. who was like, her equipment was like, archaic but it the cinnamon rolls came out beautiful That's why they're better no yeah. th- th- we beautiful have a beautiful th- there's a
4: there's a a tolo wife that i will guarantee you is the one seed for anything cinnamon roll the greatest really? cinnamon roll you've ever had is right here in our neck of the woods
0: does she i mean okay I'm i have no t- idea what she does i'm okay. just telling
4: you it's the best cinnamon lady, roll known to man cinnamon
0: roll? this lady was making them like honestly it was like name. little like little <laughs> tiny cinnamon rolls this was like Big. Yeah, no, this well, is the size doesn't matter oh. in
2: this discussion. Does it? Science in this does not discussion. Matter. Yeah, it's no, it no, I, yeah, it's all yeah, about it the does. taste it, and,
0: well, and, and, Okay, you I know, do, it's I like to it, believe in it, any discussion. I think it does because the way that she put the frosting and the way it just kind of melted on top of it, it it looked like the bigger the cinnamon roll, the better in my opinion.
4: I will do everything in my power to get Miss Sherry Kyle to dial up, oh, Sherry. Sherry. a a cinnamon roll if bonanza. We her,
0: if we get her the ingredients, which we make, Kyle, I'll buy them. I, I,
4: I think she's, uh, I think she's down for it. I think she's down for it. I'm gonna reach out. Yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna phone a friend well, on this. I'll one. go,
2: I'll go pre Easter for Sherry Kyle's. cinnamon
4: okay. 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 Rolls. See, yeah. I felt
0: bad about yesterday. We had the club sandwiches because yeah, I should've. made the bread. I mean, and I would
2: appreciate it, just a piece of bread with a, some butter on it, you know?
0: Yeah. It It's like delicious bread. It's some honey. It looks yeah, some, yeah, thick, yeah, some good honey. Bread. Well, oh. see, but see, we're doing, you know what we're doing this weekend, then? I'll make it for, uh, for Thursday, since we're on the road Friday. We're doing brisket grilled cheese. Look at with you. The, no way. Yeah, brisket grilled cheese. That's That's brought
4: All right. It's time for the Woolly Bully to take center stage. Fix the running back position for the front runners do it without a first round do it without a second round and do it without spending money on Derrick Henry or Saquon Barkley bully the floor gears
3: right, there's a couple of guys that i've seen that i'm like all right this dude's pretty Jonathan good Jonathan Brooks this dude's pretty good
4: and I do Texas I no see, one off ACL injuries either.
3: The oh. top, the top two guys I'm not including in this conversation because I think if you want Trey Benson from Florida State, you gotta take him in the second round. We don't want second rounders. I think you might have to take Jonathan Brooks in the second round, depending on what mm. teams do. If he slides with the ACL, then maybe you can go ahead and snag him. He's awesome. I think Man, both of those dudes a, are really, really good. It catches. The I'm ball. going round
2: two, baby. Catches the ball.
4: Blue star runs special runs the off mm. the ACL. Is that Trey Benson? Might as well be a bullseye. Tr- no, Jonathan uh, that's Brooks, Jonathan Brooks, Brooks,
3: Brooks off the ACL. Texas. But Trey Benson, I Six think, foot. is the best running back in the draft. Yeah, and that's I what I want. think he's probably going to be second round. I don't think any running backs are going in the first round this year. I don't think there's we, anybody with if that If we can ability. get
2: him at, with pick 56 or whatever that is, yeah. that'd be great. I'd be all in.
3: First round running back? No. Oh, Dan Campbell at 32. Well, there's just not a Jameer Gibbs or a Bijan in this draft. Dan Campbell taking a running back at 32. He, so he might. And that could be Dre Benson. You know, <laughs> the, that's what I think. But some guys that might go a little bit later that have caught my eye. And some of these people have been texted in. Audric Estime, the running back from Notre, Notre Dame. Game.
0: Watch him tonight.
3: Five eleven, two twenty-seven. Watch him against Ohio State, Navy, and NC State. I think he's got a great size. He's well built, strong lower body. He's kind of a weaving style of runner. He's got good jump cuts. He kind of darts around, uh, and when he gets in the open field, he's got finishing ability. Now, How does he catch? The knock, so the, the, he's got catching upside. You know, I, I, okay. I think that you don't see Block. him a ton in the passing game. The blocking—that's also an area where I think we need to improve on a little bit. Mm. But he's got the size to do it, and he's really good in the screen
4: hey, game. Hey, it's okay. Listen, we're, remember what we're not doing anymore? We're not We're not just hyper-focused on what they can't do. We're trying to see what can he do to help my football team. But he's
0: super patient. I
4: expect my coaching staff to be smart enough to play to this guy's strengths. If he can run the football, gosh darn it, he's a running back. We're Wait, not, I'll give you a
0: guy that can block. Bro, we're not in San
3: Francisco. I'll give you a couple guys that can block here. Hey, that's a fair counterpoint. <laughs> this is true. I did watch Blake Corum. Blake Coram's a smaller guy. There's a lot of tread on those tires. A lot of carries. Coram's not like I don't I wouldn't mind Blake Coram, don't get me wrong, but he's not one of the dudes I'm going to mention here. He's a household okay. name. Okay. People know him. Marshawn Lloyd, running back from USC. This guy's a little bit smaller. Five Fight nine, on. two ten. But Marshawn Lloyd can block. I saw him put some dudes on his rear. Uh, he spent his first three years at South Carolina, made eight starts, missed the twenty twenty season with a torn ACL. But Ooh. he's come back. He's super explosive, had a massive yards per carry, home run threat. Honestly, kind of reminds me just the way he runs of David Johnson, the former Arizona Cardinals wow. running back. Okay. now David Johnson's much taller, much bigger dude. Mm-hmm. But just the way he runs, he's elusive in the open field. It's tough to catch this guy. He plays with vision, patience, When and he can make plays as a wide receiver. This guy averaged 18, point, 18 yards per catch Whoa. as a wide receiver. Whoa. Okay. Whoa! That's a green light right there, my friend. Then here's the issue, and this is why I think he's a fourth-rounder. Oh. Eight fumbles no eight fumbles All right. okay we'll
4: get him with tiki barbers guys but
3: uh he is a dude that i like and i think he's got some upside what's his name marshawn lloyd good. running back from usc Oh, short guy field, runs yeah. a four six oh. mid-round dude here's the other guy that i'll mention for you i watched him yesterday he's got a great story there's two but the first dude i'll mention is ray davis running back kentucky the owner is a badass holy hell Ray Davis, and I don't think he's related to the Texas Rangers owner, but you never know. He's 5'10", 216. This dude's got a hell of a story. He was a foster care kid. He was homeless as a child. Ended up going to Vanderbilt, getting a degree there. Bought an oil company. Transferred to Kentucky after two seasons at Vandy. Spent two seasons at Temple as well. Now, he's going to be playing in the East-West Shrine Bowl. So, we're going to get a chance to we'll hopefully watch we'll go out there and watch give him a watch. But the speed, he can hit the edge. He's really good as a check down option. Can this run is Kentucky. Contact. This is at Kentucky. I think he's a three down every a,
0: down back. They play with a pro coordinator there, too. If you the watch him against the Rams, Florida. The guy from the Rams is our coordinator.
3: Brian, watch me in Florida. He dominates. I, I, guess, I, mean, the I, I got a couple quarter, backs tonight. First yeah. quarter alone, he's yeah. just he's he, receiving and running. He was fantastic.
2: Might be a little slow in the 40 time. You think so? Based on the numbers that are on a uh, paper form so far.
3: Final guy I'll give you, and this dude's kind of the jack of all trades, his senior bowl invite, Jalen Wright, running back from Tennessee. 5'11", 210, explosive, averaged 7.39 yards per carry, runs behind his pads, he's tough to bring down, he's got burst, he's got speed, keeps his legs turning, fights for dirty yards, he's a playmaker, Uh, he's got good vision, he can cut. I need to see a little bit more of him as a receiver, and I didn't see a ton of him in pass pro either, but I think he's got the size to do it. But that's a dude that I think also third-round range, you might be able to pull the three three.
0: Let me tell you, you one more name, if I could. Cody Schrader, uh, the SEC's leading rusher from Missouri. He was the Mizzou guy? Mizzou guy. This guy's got some sneaky speed and it burst. I'll tell you what, this guy, it looks like to me, like they hand him the ball and it looks like he's going to be caught and the next thing you know, he's running away from guys. He can run inside. He sees cutback lanes. This is a guy, a, a team that's really, really smart and they've got that ability that, that – the ability to run the ball and let him press the hole, then cut. Cody Schrader, Missouri. Just take a peek at him, though. I'll he, take a peek at Cody yeah, Schrader. Yeah, he is a tough SOB when it comes to handing in the football.
4: This Jalen Wright with Tennessee has got my attention. He's over good, here.
0: man. I, J, Jalen Wright might be the
3: my number one option because I think you can get him probably in the fourth. Led Tennessee in rushing the last two years. Was really productive in the SEC.
2: Where do you guys put speed, though? Like, I feel speed. like it's like kicker. I, I want a guy that can go to sixty-one yeah. yards. And every and guy I, that I mentioned, yeah,
3: I think I think has some good speed. This Home run hitters, right? Yeah. Right, definitely yeah.
0: does. But there's no question. Well, Brooks is if Brooks wasn't hurt. Man, he'd be right up on top of your list from Texas. But I can say I've got to do these other cats. Schrader to me is. I mean, he is a. He is. He's five nine. He's two fourteen. But man, he runs with power and he's got speed and he catches the ball. What is this guy's name again? Schrader. Cody Schrader, Missouri, number seven. He is. He led the SEC in rushing as a as a as a uh, production. Quite a bit of a a productive player. If you want a
3: receiving back, you can draft Will Shipley from Clemson. Yeah, I mean that dude's a great receiver. I mean he's kind of like poor man's Christian McCaffrey. No, no, you'll you'll
0: like you'll like this guy running the ball at Missouri. I think you will. I think you will. Give him a look. Yeah, but those are those are some options for you.
4: Please. Thank you so much. That, that makes me feel a lot better about the situation here. I know this is not the same type of running back class not from necessary. a draft standpoint that we saw last year, but it sounds like and uh, feels like there's going to be some opportunities there for the Cowboys to upgrade. You get in that center in the first round, yeah. you figure out uh, you know another maybe one of these tackle situations, all of a sudden you get yourself some young, fresh legs back there. Maybe it's Schrader. Maybe it's right either way. Thank you, fellas.
2: Yeah, and I, I think the coaching staff, you know, has an opportunity here this offseason to continue to evaluate what went wrong last year, and they got to be looking at the running game. And they got to think, wow, we can't redo this offensive line. We'll get a better runner, but what can we do? They saw how what they did helped the passing game be better. Just lean into that run game a little bit more. And it's going to take a full-on offseason commitment because what the stats show is the Cowboys aren't better at running with motion than they are static. And that's because they haven't practiced it, it, it enough. And if they make it a priority, they get the center, they get the runner, then I could actually be nursed back into being highly uh, optimistic about the Cowboys having success next January. But, uh, you know, the proof's got to be in the pudding. And they got to show that they figured out what was wrong and made a, a strong commitment into improving it, not just in the status quo, which has become way too prevalent inside this organization. Okay, uh, we got a jet here. When we come back, it's going to be time to chat with the Get Right or Jared Sandler. I know the Hot Stove Rangers show is coming up at 7 o'clock and has Rangers fans excited with uh, pitchers and catchers reporting now in about three and a half weeks, and we're back with you here.
5: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
0: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight better than reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The nation.
2: Welcome back, nation. Hope you're having a fantastic evening. Uh, we got a lot in store here. Uh, the Hot Stove Show is coming up here with uh, with Sans uh, from 7 to 8, and then the Get Right here with Reggie and CA this evening, and Gentlemen, good
7: evening. How the heck are you? Yo, doing pretty well. How you doing? Doing excellent. Uh, What's coming up on the show? Uh, We got you, like you said, from 8 to 11. I want to ask just generally if a football truism still holds. Um, So we'll do that at 820. And it it has a tie to your quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Very interesting. I like
2: that. That's a good tease. And what time is that discussion? 8.20. 8.20. Yes, sir. Adrian Beltre is going into the Hall of Fame. It is an, it's a night to celebrate here on your home of the uh, Texas Rangers and your, your World Series champions. Um, so looking forward to that discussion and, and more coming up with uh, Jared Sandler from 7 to 8. LeBron and Curry in the Olympics pool. I think this is going to be like maybe their last hurrah as uh, I don't know if either gentleman is going to figure out a way to be on an NBA title contender. But not only should this be their, maybe their last hurrah, I don't know, maybe LeBron's going to play till 47 the way he's going. But I think because they're old now and so iconic, this might bring the masses back into cheering for USA basketball. It's hard to cheer for a prohibitive favorite, but once you get other good teams and your guys become old, they're not so much of favorites now, and you want to see them get that that last feel-good moment before their career is over, that might be what it is for both of them. And I would be so stoked to to, to sit down and watch the
6: Olympics with both those guys participating. Yeah, the world is caught up with the United States. I mean, you can look at all these teams from around the world and there's no pre- prohibitive favorite anymore. You know, you just can't say, well, it's going to be oh, USA or oh, it's going to be, you know, Argentina. Or it's going to be, it could be anybody. Or oh, it's going to be Serbia. Or oh, it's going to be Slovenia. You just don't know who it's going to be. And for those last two, for those two guys, and this is probably their last chance at a gold—not last chance at it, but just a last opportunity to get a gold medal. People will say, "Yeah, let's let's see them win the gold if they can." One last time, but they'll never win the gold again.
0: Yeah. It, 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 sorry, who, we'll just, who's our Olympic coach, by the way? Um,
7: who is the USA team a Kerr, USA coach right now? Is it Coach K? Um, Kerr Popovich. It, it might be. be Kerr, I think it's Kerr because I, I think, think that was yeah. Kerr last okay. time through. I think he had it, but okay. I never know exactly when. He'll they handle the change team. It. Well, it. It's
3: like you idiots. Yes, it's Steve Kerr. Sorry, Jared Sandler. Gosh, I'm, 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 not, sorry. I'm not.
7: I'm not on tapped into just every single thing like you are. Jared no, it's, but also we, we we this thing bounces around every once in a while where you see various people get involved. Coast but yeah, day. Steve Kerr currently at the helm there. But yeah, I think what you're talking about uh, there is interesting in that regard because yeah, we're seeing other other nations have better talent, but then also. You could see the continuity of their like you know of their teams because those are the guys that they have, and so yeah. you can see the ways in which a you know national team plays like a club team because they have so much knowledge of each other and like an identity. Whereas the U.S. has always operated like an all-star team, right? Like we'll bring some guys together late into this thing and then have them go play, and usually the talent disparity was what carried you. And I think with that talent kind of disparity or narrowing. Yeah. It's interesting to see to that they feel the like they still need to get these guys Can you name the
6: last there? MVP in the NBA that wasn't from outside the United States? Was it Derrick Rose?
0: That's good guess. Or is that Russ? too far back? Russ? It was Steph,
6: but still, oh, bro, Steph, it right. just shows you. And yeah. is not from the United States. Oh, yeah, Steph had his team. Uh, the York MVPs are all
2: there. from there. I, I think, like, in the top Giannis. 10 players, it's Euro-dominated. But then, like, mm-hmm. 10 to 200, I, I think it's, you know, more American players. But w- there's some sort of an issue with generating that, like, top of the food chain superstar right now in America. Maybe it's just a down cycle. But, like, if your best player is Jason Tatum, you know, like you go back to Kobe and Jordan and LeBron's peak, and there's a there there is a dozen guys below them around that you know same basketball ability. That that to me is like Brandon Roy being the greatest American player in the game right now. It's like I you know a very very good player, uh, but that's the one that's interesting to me is like you know and who's it going to be? You know who's going to be maybe this flat guy, uh, all American going to Duke, mm-hmm. six foot ten has the full skill set. Uh, okay. Then speaking of college and NCAA Zion
7: eat
6: his way back onto the team, maybe Zion.
7: Yeah. It's, you know, (laughs) Shea has a chance. I know that jaw was kind of tracking towards that before he got into his issues. Maybe Mm -hmm. he, once he returns back, he has an opportunity. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. NCAA rule that makes it more likely Jim Harbaugh could be charged with major NCAA violations is at the heart of the coach's contract negotiation with Michigan tonight. Essentially, the deal is if the NCAA keeps their rules the way it is, Harbaugh could become guilty of a level one violation in the sign stealing scandal. If any member of his staff is found to have committed a level one violation, he would be guilty by association. So the severity of the penalty is being debated, and Michigan is trying to get the NCAA to bring down the penalty in hopes of keeping Jim Harbaugh. And if you're the NCAA right now, Jim Harbaugh is about one of the top
7: things going, isn't he? Um, I mean, I think that's a fair thing to say. I just don't know that the NCAA is going to view it in that way, um, especially because, like, for the NCAA, they already have a hard time, like, with enforcement and these types of things. Trying to get rules that help them out in, in these in you know endeavors is going to be more important to them, especially because there's so many times that we've seen college, uh, college coaches just kind of use um, – ignorance hmm. as kind of a cudgel and so things will happen down line and they they've insulated the head coach and thus the head coach does not have to hold be responsible but it's your it's your program right it's your shop and so ultimately like the buck stops here yeah it needs to be the way that this operates so i actually agree, call with it the, I agree with plausible deniability yeah.
2: how much influence would michigan have with the ncaa in this situation brian can you fight for that they tried yeah, to they, sue
0: them already yeah they've got they've got quite a team of lawyers there but uh, the NCAA doesn't win very often.
6: Nope. Mm-hmm. You know, they
0: they will put up a fight and then they'll throw their hands up and Michigan will prevail. The problem is you've got other programs that want Michigan to go down. Yeah. You know, then winning the national championship was you know, they they, they have T shirts that say it's Michigan versus the world. You man. know, that's that's kind of their motto. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult for the NCAA to win this one.
2: There's something about the cheaters, man. Uh New England, cheaters, Houston mm-hmm. cheaters, now Michigan. You know the the teams caught cheating are kicking ass, taking names. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you, guys. Here comes uh, the hot stove show with Jared Sandler, and then the get right coming up eight to eleven for Carter Freeman and Lucius Alexander over there, and for Woolchuck and Chia. Follow Brian brought us here. You're going home with the G Bag Nation. I'm Gavin Dawson. Till tomorrow at two. At ease.